Does your resume pop? Maybe it's time for a resume makeover. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Today's theme is resume makeovers. I'm Daniel Laxton. And this is Leah Laxton, and you're listening to 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. If you'd like to call into the show, maybe get some tips on getting your resume made over, be sure to call 760-888-5718. Or you can also Twitter your questions or comments to Daniel Laxton's, or at Daniel Laxton's, that's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. Or you can tweet them to me, Leah Laxton's, L-E-A-H, same last name. Uh, or actually you can you also, can. yeah, you can you can interact with our guest today. Career Coach Kim uh, on Twitter. That's at Career Coach Kim. Yeah, so uh, Career Coach Kim is our special guest, but we have uh, later on what's coming up. Yeah, we have a very special surprise today. We have Entrepreneur's Corner with social media guru Gabe. and expert Gabe Skelly. Yeah, so we have that to look forward to along with Overtime. And we're doing that on Ustream now. That's correct. So check us out there. Ustream Dream Job Show. Yeah, but for now, we'd like to introduce Kim Marino. She's uh, She gives free advice on making your resume pop. Yeah, Kim has over 25 years' experience as a professional resume writer and career coach. She's also a nationally published author of six resume career books available in bookstores and online. Her resume writing and career coaching is unparalleled in the industry, and she helps recent graduates through executive management reduce their job search time. Yeah, for more information, you can go and visit www.adjustresumeusa.com. So that's J-U-S-T-R-E-S-U-M-E-S-U-S-A.com. That's right. Yeah, so Kim, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for so, so on the air. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. So now, you know, um, Kim, you're a, a resume specialist, a guru. A lot of people talk about uh, how important keywords uh, or how important they are in, in a resume. But um, how, how do you know what keywords a person should add to the resume, and why do you think that's so important? Okay. Good question. The best. What I like to advise people that ask me when I'm coaching about keywords is to take a look at Indeed.com. I-N-D-E-E-D.com is a really great search engine to search for jobs by keywords and zip code combination and experiment with different keywords that will pull up the jobs that you're really interested in. And look at the common denominators of the keywords in the ads and that is where you're going to, you know, select the ad that describes your ideal job, and you'll start creating your own keyword list with with the information for the jobs that you're going to be applying for. And if you're changing industries, pay attention to things that you know that you've done, but they're using different keyword language because you want to speak the language of where you're going. The, the reason that this is important is because especially in the initial screening process, the keyword, if you put your keywords, I like to put keywords in, in two or three columns, just one word with each bullet up on the top of the resume, right underneath your header. And that way the human resource assistant that only knows about what 
they po- posted the ad in. They don't know anything else about the job. It helps you quickly get through the screening process because within that 15-second glance, they could see all those keywords. They will not see it if it's in paragraph form, those same words. Great question. Yeah, I think that's great advice, especially like you mentioned when you're changing industries. Uh, to get the lingo down is really important. So that's that's an awesome re- resource that you mentioned. Because people like to brag about themselves, don't they? Yeah, well, you know, sometimes people may feel like the resumes, you know, they're nervous because they don't want to sound like they're bragging too much in a resume. But will you tell us how a person can write their accomplishments on a resume and, and why it's so important to have everything they've accomplished on there? Well, Everything may not be the key because it's it's everything focused on where you're going now is the key. Okay. Uh. You want to focus your – you can select the accomplishments focused on where you're going now. You might have accomplished things that aren't related to where you're going, so you don't have to put everything you've ever done. So that was a good point to bring up. Okay. But to answer your question – um, to write an accomplishment, it's it's really important. You want to start with an action verb that describes your role. For example, I never use the word responsible for because it doesn't say what you did. Were you responsible for, you know, de- managed? Like if somebody said responsible for managing, I would start with managed. And you always want to end and your accomplishment with a result. And the result is what most people leave off of their resume. They they describe what they did, but they don't have the result, and that is what's going to make you pop. And I also like to keep the accomplishments not in paragraph form, but a, a one- or two-line bullet. Three lines is acceptable, but I usually like to keep them down to two lines. And you don't need all the details of what you did to accomplish that. You just need the actual accomplishment. For example, uh, negotiated and closed marketing agreements valued at $882,000 in a highly competitive, mature, established market. That was all written on one line. Reduced operational costs, $98,000 annually, by eliminating two vendor routes through optimization and performance of deployed assets. These are a couple of of accomplishments that, hang on, I'm sorry, there's a lot of noise outside, I have to shut the door now. Um, These are a couple of accomplishments that we worked at to get them down to to one or two lines. And remember, you could tell your stories in the interview. The purpose of the resume is to land the interview, and it's the results of your accomplishments are going to make the interviewer or the person reading your resume in the screening process want to interview you. They're going to see that they need you. And then you can tell your stories once you land that interview. Now, do you recommend this accomplishments to be listed um, below the previous employment history or in a completely separate section? You know, I have seen some resumes um, recently where they do have them separate. Um, We're talking about a whole different, we're talking about chronological, functional, and all that. Um, I, in a functional resume, in a a chronological resume, I like to have your your keyword list up on top. And underneath that, I would have your professional 
accomplishments, and that's where you list your your job title, uh, the co- company name, city, state, the years. You don't need the months on your resume anymore. The years of employment. And I do list your accomplishments in the bullet points underneath that. You could put a little paragraph, one, five lines maximum, but one, two, three, four lines of of a general statement of what you do. And then your bullet points specific. A bullet point is going to be a specific accomplishment. So you want a, a different specific accomplishment for each bullet point. Does that make sense? Now, functional yeah, resume no. is going to be different, but we can. Did you want me to describe that now, or wait for? No? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, in a functional resume, okay. Let me describe the three different resume formats. Give you an overview. The chronological resume highlights the progress in your jobs. So, if you're moving up, it might be a good idea, and you're staying in the same industry, and you're just moving up in your career you can use a functional resume. I mean, I'm sorry, I said functional. You can use a chronological resume because it it highlights moving up. A functional resume highlights your skills, okay? It's a skills results oriented resume. So with the functional resume, uh, if you're making a career change or even changing industries, it would be a good idea to use, it would be best to use a functional resume instead of the chronological, okay? Now, I the way I do functional resumes, and I would recommend anyone doing this, and not everybody does, I use all the same information. I don't eliminate your employment history if you're using a functional resume. I still have it on there. I just separate it. You'll have your employment history or I call it a career summary, listed on on top of your selected achievements. And then you would select three functional skills that would create your ideal job that the employer is looking for, that you're changing uh, industries into, but that you've done in your previous work, but you're making maybe a lateral change now. The three functional skills, for example, let me pull up. Um, I had a client, Johnny. Um, he was in operations management, and then he got his MBA degree in human resource management and wanted to make a transition. So we highlighted, we he wanted both actually in there. So his functional skill sets under selected achievements is human resource administration, or human resource management, operations management, and customer service. Actually, that wasn't his HR one. I have a different resume in front of me. That was his old one. So he, I'm going to describe to you the old one and then give you the new one, okay? He had a resume that was highlighting as an operational manager, operations management, customer service, and human resource administration. After he got his MBA degree, he came back to me and wanted to focus on human resource management. I believe what we did for the human resource management is um, human resource management was one uh, paragraph that we did bullet points for each accomplishment. The second one was talent management because he had a lot of talent management. I'm still looking for it while while I'm talking. He had a lot of talent management um, 
skills. I must have pulled his out. Okay. Um, talent management is another skill. So as an operations manager, he's not going to highlight talent management. He's going to operate as operations management. But in human resources, talent management is part of that skill. And another human resource function that we highlighted was training, training and development. So those are the three skill areas because he's changing industries and he's changing his skill sets. Does that make sense? I don't yeah, know absolutely. That. It does. So you're going to be writing a resume and you're changing industries. That's some good advice on how to go about that. You're listening to the30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest is, is Kim Marino, and she's talking to us how to, about how to make her our resume pop. Uh, so now, um, you know, um, if you're maybe writing a resume, a lot of people may be wondering, you know, I have a lot of information to put into this resume. So how, how especially if I've been around maybe for 40 years in the workforce, I'm going to try to write a resume right now. Uh, how can I keep it down to two pages? Okay, good question. You, the employers are looking to see what you've accomplished going back 10 to 15 years. So you only need, even in a chronological resume, you only need to go back 10 to 15 years, okay? I know the healthcare industry, they want you to go back 15 years. So if you're in healthcare, remember to go back 15 years with your accomplishments. But previous to that, at the bottom of your resume, you can add a section called previous employment. Previous employment. And what I like to do is add one-liners. Your job title, company name, city, state. And because it's a new section, you don't even have to put the years on your resume. So you're not dating yourself with your age. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. And you do it in reverse chronological order from your previous the 10 to 15 years that you already wrote about. And just have the one-liners. Now, you don't even need to add that section at all unless you think that there's jobs job titles that you had or companies that you worked for that would add value even though that they were long you know 15 years ago that would be the only reason to even add a previous employment section beyond the 15 years and you could keep your resume down to two pages with that that's awesome now i know you talked about the chronological and the functional uh, resume types how how do we know, how does a person know what format is best for their resume? Okay. Um, I actually mentioned there were three types, and I forgot to tell you the third. Um, again, the chronological resume highlights the progress in your jobs. So if you're moving up in your career and you're in the same industry, you definitely want to use a chronological resume. If you're making a lateral career change or a career change, or even changing into a different industry, it would be better to use a functional resume. There's a third format I call, in, in my books, I call a combination resume. And it's a combination of the two. It's where, for example, uh, there's your most recent job you had for five years or maybe ten years. And you're going to put that in a chronological format, that, that one job, but then all your former jobs aren't really related to the job you're going after. And so that way you can list 
previous employment and just list your job title, company name, city, state with your previous employment, but you do have in a functional for, in a uh, chronological format your most recent position held. And even college students, even if you did an internship or you you've done volunteer work, that's where you would use a functional resume, highlighting the skills related to the jobs you're going after from your volunteer experience you had. You know, maybe all of your employment that you've had while you were in school is not related to the jobs you're going after now. Let's say you just got your degree, okay, and or you're about to get your degree and, and, and you didn't have jobs related to your degree. You would have employment at the bottom of your resume, list the company, your job title, the company name, the city and state, and the years. In this case, you want the years so they know that you've actually been working. But in the selected achievement section, in a functional format, you're going to highlight your functional skills related to the volunteer work that you did. Does that make sense? And you also have a section called community service that lists your, your job title roles, organization name, city, and state. And that's where your actual accomplishments are going to come from. There's a lot of college students, a lot of people out there that can make a complete career transition using this concept. So it's kind of like even if you're a law student and you're helping out with Habitat for Humanity or something like that, volunteering with those programs, you'd list that. But, but if you were a, a waiter or waitress, uh, for years while you're going through law school, you know, I mean, it has nothing to do with the law. <laughs> so, but perfect it, example. You, that makes a lot Absolutely. of sense. Absolutely, perfect. You rearrange the the uh, the order or format of that resume. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, and you know, speaking of, I guess, um, um, helping out. Ki- yeah, community things. service. I know Kim that you do work with uh, HiringForHope.org. Or you, that's a website that, that you promote. Could you tell us a little bit about what, what that's all about? Hiring for Hope is an awesome organization. And, yes, I'm a career angel and I'm also a job angel and also spokesperson for Fort Collins, Colorado, for my area, or at least I'm getting ready to launch being spokesperson because they're going nationally that way. They're headquartered in Atlanta, but they do have virtual career angels and job angels. The way that they they are awesome. Everything's free. It's a nonprofit, 501c nonprofit organization. They're funded, you know, uh, I can't tell you how they're funded because I'm not prepared for that. But they are funded um, to provide all or everything free. They have e-learning tools for writing resumes, interviewing, stress management, negotiating, networking, social networking. They have a uh, that's job. Uh, Seekers Toolkit. They also have an executive toolkit that has hundreds of management-related e-learning tools that you can listen to for free on their website. On their LinkedIn group called Hiring for Hope, under groups on LinkedIn, Hiring for Hope Job Angels. Anybody can sign up. If you're a job searcher, it's about people helping people. They want everyone to be proactive, helping each other. But the career angels are screen senior human resource managers, senior human resource and recruiters. 
They screen everyone, so you really have really great help. And if you go into the LinkedIn Job Angel, uh, Hiring for Hope Job Angel site, you will see people helping all day long. You can actually post your resume on that LinkedIn group site, and, and whoever's available at that time, experts like myself, and I'm one of them sometimes, uh, can jump in and give you advice and help you with, you know, update that resume and give you advice on your resumes. You'll see that kind of information. You'll see jobs being posted all day long for jobs all over the country. They have over 20,000 members that are involved on that LinkedIn site right now. It's a really, really cool organization. Yeah, so I encourage true. everybody to join that. That's a that's job that's seeker. Hiringforhope.org. That's their website, yeah. but LinkedIn. Okay, LinkedIn okay. is the place to go. Well, that's fantastic, and we know that people can also go to justresumesusa.com, your website, if they want to uh, you know, get your expert advice. And, of course, we know you're active on Twitter. You're our, our Twitter buddy, so make sure people get on <laughs> Twitter and look for look for you there. So we appreciate so much your time and you coming on the show today, Kim. Yes, you're listening Thank to you the Dream Job Radio Show. Yeah, our special guest has been Kim Marino. Uh, she's giving free advice on resumes, on how to make your resume pop. And so, Kim, we thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you very much, Daniel, for inviting me. Well, that was another excellent guest. Yeah, some really, really usable tips, I think, for the audience. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, how many of us knew that you could rewrite your resume in different types of formats like that? That's right, that's right. Well, you may be missing everybody's favorite college student, Micah Hackney, this week, but we have a very special guest. He's been on our show before. And He's a, a yeah, yeah, new segment. We hope that he'll come back and do it again for us, too, but... He's a successful entrepreneur and social media guru with more than 865,000 YouTube views. It's Gabe Skelly, and Gabe, we picked out this really cool uh, intro music for you. Yeah. We, we feel like that captured your essence. What do you think, Gabe? It's very good. <laughs> well, we want to ask you, you know, what what's some of your current projects that you have going on right now? Well, you know, before I get into my current projects, you guys were talking about LinkedIn a bunch. And I know that's a, a big, big thing for people that are looking for jobs and for hiring people. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys know, you probably do, that last week they launched their IPO. And uh, I, of course, got in on some of that. It was really interesting to me that a lot of the, the buzz on LinkedIn was uh, that they had uh, more more uh, stock activity than that than any other tech company since the mid-90s. They went from 45 a share up to, I think, about 125 a share in the first day. And I think it just shows how much people are, are looking to make uh, job changes and to really be involved in, in an active net, social networking site like that. Did you put any money in there? Did you buy any stock? I, I did. I bought a bunch. It, it went down a little bit, but uh, I'm still hopeful that I think that I think it's going to go up because I think uh, you, know, you know all you hear about is LinkedIn with a lot of people looking for jobs, and it seems like it's going to be the big thing going there right now. So. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, especially it being the only readily available social networking stock, I think uh, I think that was a smart move. You know, a lot of people felt like it was overvalued, but it sure doesn't seem that way from from the growth. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Not one day. <laughs> Yeah. Now, um, I want to reverse this. I was I was going to ask you one question, but I think I'll ask you that second. 
Hey, uh, your your YouTube channel, uh, you got you gained such a huge following. How did you do that? Really, just going on there a lot and uh, talking actively about things that I'm interested in that I think other people are going to be interested in. I've done a lot of talking about social networking, a lot about uh, things and nonprofits that I'm active in and work with, and just uh, giving my opinions and commentary on things, along with a mix of uh, doing videos for people that I work with on on things that are good information on on whatever they represent. And uh, people just really want to see what other people are doing out there. Yeah, I've noticed that you you do a video almost every day. Was that hard at first to get into that? It was a little bit hard um, just to make yourself go down and do a video about something. You know, I, I get help from different people I work with, and I you know I listen to the radio a lot and read the newspaper, and I'm active in a lot of different fields. So I had a lot of different uh, different information to pull from different areas. But it was hard to get down to begin with. But it's a lot like blogging. You know, a lot of people will say if you want to start a blog, or I'd say with Twitter, or a lot of other social media things. The big thing is to get on there, and once you build your base, which you pretty much have to do on a daily basis, you got to keep active in it and keep doing it. You know, YouTube's a lot like blogging in that, where you want to be on there every day if you're going to be active. That's great. So, hey, tell us more about maybe some of the other projects you're working on. Uh, some of the things right now that I'm working on, um, from an entrepreneurial side, entrepreneurial side, actually, um, I had a meeting with my uh, father-in-law a couple weeks ago. And it was funny because we had to talk about what me and my wife are going to do in the future as far as uh, jobs or different things. He's a guy that started up uh, probably a dozen different companies, and he said, you guys should go to the library and get a book on, on uh, start-at-home businesses. And I, I thought that was funny because right now, me and my wife are actually working on, on three different businesses we're looking at, at starting up right now. And uh, we're just uh, really trying to figure out what we can do from home. But it's uh, it's interesting how many different people out there that, that, that I know, once you get into, into businesses and starting businesses, it seems like every friend I, I know has got a business that they're uh, – either running from home or they do on, on the side on top of another job or they're, you know, a big CEO of a big company. But once you get out there and start working with people that own their own business, it seems like for me, I barely know anybody that doesn't own their own business anymore. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That's very true. And especially, I just don't think I know anyone that um, doesn't want to own their own business too, yeah. you know. The American yep. dream, right? Yep. Yeah. That's, well, I think you have a great base with what you're doing so, on your social media because that's got to be a great platform, no matter what you guys choose to get into in the future. Well, I like it, and I, you know, I don't have, I'm not scared to go out and do it. But it's interesting how many people I know that are are scared to get out and be active on social media. I've actually got, I was just counting this morning, I've got six different companies in Minnesota that I represent that I do blogs and Twitter accounts, and I manage their Facebook pages for them. And I just got I asked by another one that they want me to work like five hours a week to manage their social media, and it's. It's interesting how many people are scared to do it, but it's like once you know how to do it, that can be a job in itself for a lot of people. That's kind of what I'm I'm doing a little for a lot of my time is helping other people get their social media networking off the ground so they can help connect with other businesses and people locally and and nationally, internationally. Well, I, I have a I have a scary question to ask. Are Gabe, are you real? Are you a a, a, a bot? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that too much. But every once in a while, I, I have people uh, uh, thinking that. But no, no, there's really a me out here. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have to look forward to to hearing some more from you, maybe even next week. Yeah, or no. sure. Yeah, be sure to check out youtube.com backslash Gabe Red Ribbon and to see what Gabe's talking about today. But we thank you so much for coming on the show, and and we'll give give a little panel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hey, it's been a great show. Uh, if you're wanting to
to hear a little bit more, you can go to Ustream. But what's up next week? Yeah, well, guess what? Next week, we finally are taking a break, a vacation. <laughs> we'll be in the Bahamas with no phone signal whatsoever. So uh, you guys have fun without us. Play back the show, and we will see you on June 4th with Career Strategies That Work featuring Antonio Viana, a public speaker and uh, author. Yeah, otherwise check us out on Overtime. Uh, you've been listening to the Dream Job Radio Show, and this is Daniel Laxton. And this is Leah Laxton. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.